Hello? This is him speaking. Yeah. No, no, no. I've gotten your voicemails. I know, I know. But there's, unfortunately, I, I just don't have any money to give you guys right now. You guys have been calling me nonstop, and I get it. It's your job, but I, I just don't know what you want me to tell you. You're going to repo my car? So you want me to pay you, but I, how am I supposed to get to work if you take my car, and then how am I supposed to pay you? What do you mean? I know that's not your problem, but I... I Okay. Yeah, no, I'll I'll try and see what I can do. Okay? Bye. What is up everybody? And welcome to the official first episode of Rocker's Rambunctious Ramblings. My name is Rocker Dude and I will be your host today, next week and uh However many weeks we do this. Uh, before we get started, hopefully you guys didn't like that intro. I'm sure a lot of folks can relate to that. It's something that happened to me quite a quite a bit, and luckily it doesn't happen anymore. And that's kind of what this episode will be about. Debt collectors are kind of a pain in the ass, but it's it's uh, unfortunately in this country it's something that's very common, and a lot of a lot of little things that can get you there. So we'll we'll talk about how to get out of debt. Sort of what I recommend doing. I am not by any means a professional so please don't take this as me being a financial professional i'm just gonna discuss kind of what worked for me what helped me get out of a hole uh, the things i went through and whatnot and hopefully you guys learn a thing or two you take something out of it and it helps you guys out but before we get into the nitty-gritty of finances and the stuff that helped me out uh let's talk about the weekend how was your guys's weekend hopefully it went well I don't know if you guys had any big plans. If you guys want to share what you guys did, maybe you celebrated a little day called Valentine's Day, like I did. Uh, if you're like me or like my wife and I, it's just kind of really hard to get anything sort of date-wide done through the week because she works full-time, I work full-time, we have a kiddo at home, we um, have to cook dinner, have to work out, just a lot of stuff. And while we could potentially try and squeeze something in, we decided to celebrate on Sunday with a little charcuterie board, a picnic uh, table, not really a picnic table, a picnic blanket in our backyard, some champagne, and just kind of chilled out. It was nice to uh, sort of unplug. We put our phones on silent. We just didn't check it. And we laid outside some throw pillows, the picnic, um, not blankets, a towel, charcuterie board, champagne, and just kind of chatted, you know, about life. It's nice to catch up with your partner, see what's going on. Uh, with a lot of things happening, uh, it, it was cool to just sit back and, and sort of talk it out and see what's going on in our lives. So that's what we did before the Super Bowl. We also did a little puzzle. We went back inside, uh, which, strange enough, it was actually colder inside of our house than it was outside because it was probably, I think, like 80 outside. Uh, but sitting in the shade in the blanket, it was, it was really nice. But anyways, we came back in, did a puzzle. We, we tend to do puzzles every now and then. We actually downgraded, though, because this is only a 500-piece puzzle. So we pretty much finished that, and then we started watching the football game. I don't know if you guys are into football or not, but hopefully you at least enjoyed that halftime show. It's probably the best one that I've seen in recent history. It just hit on all points. Uh, I think there was maybe supposed to be a Tupac hologram, which I think would have just made the whole stadium just go nuts, which they already did anyways, but... Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Not not the score that I wanted. I, I was kind of rooting for the Bengals, but 
in reality, I just wanted to win the squares at work, which was 6-3. So Bengals having a, a 6 at the end of their score and the Rams a 3. Thought it might happen. Did not quite turn out. I did get my money back, though. So I guess there's that. Uh, a shout out to Nate, by the way, who's a Bengals fan, dude. I'm sorry that your team couldn't couldn't do it. Aaron Donald was just too much of a beast. I thought he should have won MVP. Without him just dominating that defense, is just... They, they don't win. Like, I get Cup was good, but he had, like, what, 92 yards? Yeah, two touchdowns, but Aaron Donald won that game for them. He just wanted it way more than anybody else. So, yeah. Anyways, Nate, I feel sorry for you. I'm sorry. Hope, uh, hopefully next year it'll be a different story, but hopefully not because my Chargers will hopefully make a run. We'll see. But um, yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. Finances. So what we're going to talk about this episode, like I mentioned, I'm not a trained professional. This is not what I do for work. I don't have a degree or anything in this. All I'm going to be talking about is my experiences, what what I did to sort of get out of the hole that I was in and just offering a little bit of advice. Take it or don't take it. It's up to you. Um, but we're going to be talking about debt collector, sort of how that works, budgets, credit cards, savings, and just do a little recap of everything. A uh, little little background on me uh, back when I was a wee old lad no wee young lad a wee young lad at the age of 22 either 22 or 23 I didn't have to but I did file for chapter 11 bankruptcy and uh, we'll get into that a little bit more but it was a point where I was just severely in in credit card debt and it just felt like it was the only way out um, I had a not a newborn, but from newborn to about one, one and a half, I was the sole provider of our little family. My then girlfriend was not working and she basically refused to work. She didn't want to work anymore. Uh, or maybe she couldn't find jobs. I, I really don't know, but I had overcommitted into a lease of a car that I couldn't afford. But I wanted to be cool. I wanted people to think that I had money when I really didn't. So we were living paycheck to paycheck. I had a pretty bad job and just... I was charging food, diapers, uh, baby formula, uh, you name it, anything we needed, clothes, that kind of stuff onto credit cards. And it just slowly started growing and growing. Before I knew it, I had tens of thousands of dollars in uh, credit card debt. Luckily, no medical debt, which again, when we talk about bankruptcy, we'll, we'll get a little bit into that, but not really. Uh, but yeah, it was primarily credit card debt, tens of thousands of dollars. I felt like there was no way out and I, I really had gotten tired of debt collectors, which let's get into that real quick. Debt collectors, if you guys don't know how that works, my understanding is that the credit card companies are owed, you owe them a certain amount of money. Well, what, what debt collectors do is they buy that debt. So say you owe $500 to a Visa, like a, I don't know, Barclays, I don't think Barclays does Visa, but whatever, you owe $500 to a, a card, a credit card company. Well, that starts growing interest. And I think what the debt collectors end up doing is they'll buy the, the principal. So they'll pay the credit card company the $500 and then they'll quote unquote own it. They'll own that debt. And then they'll get all your information, your address, your phone number, all that in, all that information from the credit card company. And then they just start harassing the crap out of you. Start calling you, they can call your work. They Sometimes they threaten you. They uh, try and scare you to get to, to pay the debt, but what they're what they're banking on is that you'll keep accruing interest, and then they charge you uh, the principal plus whatever interest you've already accrued on it. 
So the credit card company gets their principal money and then the debt collectors end up making money via interest rates and whatnot. And let me tell you, it's uh, it's not a fun experience. I'm sh uh, Again, I gotta believe a lot of you guys can probably relate to just uh, living paycheck to paycheck, especially if you live in California and you're maybe young uh, or maybe not. Maybe it was just uh, <laughs> how I planned my finances and whatnot, but it was not fun. Uh, having debt collectors call you almost literally 24 seven, call your work, uh, tell you they're gonna take this away, take that away. Um, just nonstop calling, trying to negotiate, trying to scare you into paying, even if it's just 10 bucks, knowing that it's not gonna do anything. It's just, it's not fun. It is mentally draining. You start feeling like a piece of crap because you can't, you know, you can't pay, you can't provide. Uh, you know, your phone's ringing, you start getting scared of who, who it might be. You don't even wanna answer your phone. What if they call your boss and they start talking to him? Just so much crap. It, it, so that's that's kind of why I looked into Chapter 11 bankruptcy, and I felt like that was my only way out because it was just I was just mentally done. I was severely depressed. Uh, I was still living paycheck to paycheck. I obviously wasn't charging anything else to credit cards, but it was just a really really bad place to be in. Um, so I looked into what bankruptcy was, how I how it worked. So Chapter 11. For me, I believe there are two, there are different ways you can file for bankruptcy. So what I did was, um, I forget what it's called, but basically you file for bankruptcy and then they wipe off any, what's it called? Unprotected debt, which credit cards, that's basically what they are, unprotected debt. Um, I don't believe you can um, liquidate or get rid of medical debt, which is kind of really crappy because I know a lot of people is their their primary reason they're in so much debt is because of medic, uh, medical bills that they just couldn't afford to pay or whatever. So yeah, you file with the courts, You they ask you a bunch of questions, you have to add on any sort of property, your car, TV, all that kind of stuff that you own. And then what happens is you file, then they set up a date where you have to go like physically into a for me, I don't, I don't think it was a court. It was a some room where like everybody who had filed was there and they called each person, you know, one by one in front of everybody, which is also nerve wracking and kind of makes you feel like poop. But it also, I guess, kind of makes you feel like, hey, there's other people who are in this situation. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you go up there, they ask to verify your name, all of the information's correct. Um, and then they ask if anybody from the either the debt collectors or the credit card companies, if anybody's there to um, ask questions or try and take property or whatever it is. Uh, luckily for me, nobody was there. It was all mainly credit card debt and they didn't, I guess they didn't really care. Maybe they knew they, they weren't gonna get anything because I mean, <laughs> I didn't have a car. I didn't have a car I didn't that I owned at least. I didn't have a car, I didn't have property, I, paycheck to paycheck. I, I'm really not sure what they were gonna collect. So yeah. Speaking of car, by the way, it was a lease, a three-year lease. It was like 400 and something bucks a month. It was an Infiniti G35 2011, and I should never have leased that. I just, again, it was my dream car at the time. I thought it, I thought it would be good. I thought I could afford it. I thought my girlfriend at the time would go back to work and we'd be in a better place. It did not happen. A lot of things went downhill. Uh, and yeah, you know, it just all added up and it was just not a good situation. Uh, I did finish off the lease, uh, made it, made it happen. Uh, but I did have to move out of the apartment I was living at and go live with, originally, 
I was going to go live with my sister and then something happened, which I'm not going to get into. And I actually had to go back and live with my mom. She was kind enough to get rid of the support that she was getting from the government to be able to afford the apartment she lived in, uh, which uh, <laughs> I still kind of feel guilty because she took me in knowing I had nowhere else to go. And uh, that kind of screwed her over. But yeah, basically I had to move in back home. I did finish paying off the lease. Seeing how it was through bankruptcy, basically uh, they didn't have to look at the wear and tear, all that stuff. I just went to the dealership, returned it, and then I had some extra money, bought a cheap car. Uh, I actually got pressured into buying a cheap car and it turned out to be a lemon. But it is the first time I'm actually glad that I bought the extended warranty because it paid for the freaking transmission that died like less than a year into owning the car. <laughs> but yeah, bankruptcy. I mean, it, it, it kind of sounds like, oh, this is like a get out of jail free card. But in a country that really like almost defines you as a person with your credit score, uh, not being able to get any sort of good deals on loans, either car loans, you I, I don't pretty much know. I don't think you can get a, a house loan. Um, I was denied housing. Like I looked for low income housing and they said, well, you have a bankruptcy within the last five years, so you cannot you can't even apply um yeah it's just you know no credit cards basically you whatever cash you have that's what you have and no oh, they also make you go to a finance like school to see if you've actually learned anything and all that and that was probably honestly the best part of it all you know it helped me realize what i had done wrong helped me focus on doing different things and just making sure that i was financially stable and more responsible than i had been uh, 20 21 year old with a kid living at home living paycheck to paycheck you know i just i had a lot of growing up to do really fast and i think it's very important to talk about this especially bankruptcy because it, it used to be something i was ashamed of and it's still not my proudest moment but i think it's very important for people to understand um what it is kind of how it works and how it can affect and does affect your credit history for 10 years at least for me it was 10 years i think it can be more or less but 10 years on my record uh leading to bad loans high interest rates blah 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 low um, limits on credit cards which we'll kind of get into a little bit later but that's sort of my history with with finances and everything that that i know and how it all kind of helped me become more financially dependent which brings me to the first point and that is a budget I cannot stress how important it is that you have a budget. Nowadays, if you have a smartphone, you have you can I know you can download a variety of um, budget apps. So you know, keep track of literally, and I mean literally, keep track of every single uh, expense that you make. If you go to Starbucks and it's four twenty six, write that down in your in your budget app. Or you know, if you don't want to do that, I I literally just go to notes and I would take whatever I paid for. Um, you know piece of gum or a pack of gum a dollar 15 or whatever just just do yourself a favor get an app get a piece of paper put in your in your notes in your phone and just keep track for at least like two weeks to a month every single expense that you make make a log of it and then what that'll do is that'll help you see sort of where you're just throwing money away for me it was a lot of fast food you might not think that, you know, the dollar menu 
buck here, two bucks there is much, and you're like, oh, that's fine, you know, I can afford it, whatever. Go to Starbucks twice a week. Uh, oh, it's just four bucks, coffee, whatever. But once you look at your statement, whether it's your credit card statement, your debit card statement, your checking account, whatever it is, you'll see that it ad it adds up and it adds up very quick. So that was the big thing that I was spending and throwing money on is just eating out, you know, four or five times a week. And little by little, all that stuff added up. So that that's sort of just having that list of expenses and where I was throwing money away helped me realize, hey, instead of spending, you know, 70, 80 bucks a week on fast food, I can probably take 50 bucks and buy groceries for the week. Again, it might not be the end all be all. You might not be having steak and lobster, whatever it is, but you know, you can buy bread, you can buy deli meat, you can buy some uh, veggies to go along with it, rice, beans. There's a lot of stuff that's it's on the quote unquote cheaper side and that you can make last. And when you're, you know, sort of bleeding money or trying to figure out how to save money, you you literally just got to do what you got to do. Um, you know, it might not be the most fun. You can't go out maybe with friends here and there, but it's it, it's in the long run, it's really going to save you. So that's sort of the, the first step is a budget. I cannot stress enough how important a budget is. Do yourselves a favor. Again, I'm, I'm a pen and paper guy. All when I do budgets now that nowadays that I need to, I'll literally get a notepad and do what my bank statement says I just got paid. So, hey, this is what my bank statement says I have. These are the cards that I have to pay or the outstanding bills that I have to pay. Here's what I know I have coming up, um, whether it be we're going out to dinner to celebrate this or uh, there's a new toy or new game coming out and I know I'm gonna be spending this on that. And then I just kind of subtract from there and then I give myself an allowance of how much quote unquote extra money I have that I can spend. Uh, but budget, dude, do yourselves a big favor, a budget of any kind, pen and paper, notes, uh, apps nowadays, do whatever, keep track, log every single expense, for at least two weeks, a month is probably going to give you a better idea. And then from there, you can start seeing what you can cut out. Maybe, you know, streaming services that you don't need that are, aren't essential for you um, not having to live paycheck to paycheck. You know, it'll just it'll make it a lot easier to, to physically see what you're wasting money on, things that you don't actually need and where you can save money to, you know, hopefully in the long run, it'll it'll pay off and you'll you'll have a little bit of savings. But budget first step is budget. The other thing I wanted to talk about are credit cards. Now, credit cards for me were, you know, just not good um, because you you start going down the rabbit hole of, well, you know, I'll just charge 15 bucks here or I'll just buy this shirt that I want and it's 30 bucks and I know I'll pay with my, with my next, check, next check. And then that just, it, it honestly snowballs and it snowballs fast, you know. Oh, you know, I, I can afford it or I'll pay it off in three payments or whatever. But we don't realize is, at the end of the day, if you start just paying the minimum, you're going to end up paying like, I don't even know, 10 plus fold more for that item than had you just waited and saved your money and then paid when you could afford it. Uh, but credit cards can also be a good thing. I recommend you only have maybe one or two max. If you can, try and find one that has a really good deal on cashback. Um, one to two percent. I mean, two percent tends to be the higher end for people with good credit. Some do 3%, but I think you can find a decent one, maybe a point and a half. And one and a half percent might not seem like a lot, but let me tell you, it does add up. Um, the biggest thing I'll say is do not charge anything to your credit card that you cannot afford to pay uh, cash or with a debit card. So if you do not have that money to spend uh, out of your actual money that you have, do not charge it. 
because what I'm going to tell you is credit cards are great for giving you quote unquote free money if you use them properly and if you can afford to pay them off completely. So what I do is I have a card. I think it's 2% cash back utilities, um, gas, groceries, anything I can charge to it. I, I do, but I wait maybe like a week, week and a half once all the transactions have cleared and I just immediately pay completely off. Um, I think probably getting about at least $500 cash back every year, minimum. I gotta think it's probably close to a thousand just by charging everything to a card and then paying it. Uh, but that's the thing. I, I, I cannot tell you the last time I carried over a, a, a balance on a card. Uh, credit card companies might not like that. They might, I don't know, because they collect transaction fees now too. But you know, they, they want you to carry over a balance so that they can charge you interest rate, uh, overdraft fees, whatever it is, because that's where they make the bread and butter. But credit cards, you know, you can use them to your advantage. Again, one or two max, make sure they, they have good reward programs. And then if you can't afford to, to pay it right off, if you're going to go to the grocery store and spend 50 bucks for the week, you know, charge it to that card. Maybe it'd only be a couple cents, but little by little, how you were wasting money before, $5 here, 10 bucks here, that's going to now put put a little bit of money in your pocket and, and give you a little extra wiggle room or give you that that extra money to be able to buy that that one thing you wanted so credit cards again very tricky if you know you can't control yourself and you know you're gonna you're gonna charge stuff then don't do it but if by this time you've gotten a pretty good budget you know what what you need to spend and and you know you're not going over budget then credit cards can be really helpful in getting you uh, extra, extra rewards. A lot of them do points, which I, I, you can use in their like stores or certain stores, or um, they give you a credit back. If you use points, you get credit back, which is basically cash back. So really good thing. The other thing I'm gonna stress out or stress is um, a savings of some sort. Uh, I can tell you from experience, I did not have much wiggle room in my paycheck or at least i didn't think i did to where i could put any money towards savings um, i was living check to check uh, any extra money that i did have i would use you know go on a date or do whatever because i just had to get out of the house but if you can even just five dollars out of your paycheck put it in a savings account put it under your bed put it in a box in a safe or you know somewhere and, and I promise you any extra money you can put on there that's not really going to affect um, your, your situation, going to you know make you go into debt or just really affect anything, put it into savings. It's, you know, it, it seems dumb at the time, like, oh, $5, oh, $10, what's that going to do? But I promise you in the long run, it'll be so beneficial. If you're lucky enough to have an employer that gives a, that has an HSA, a health savings account, and they match up to a certain amount, do yourself a favor and at least put in what they match. So my my employer really doesn't you know, match a whole lot. They only match up to $125 a year. But um, even if all I could put in were that 125, that's 125 bucks that I'm getting for free. So now I have $250 for any unexpected uh, medical bills. If I have to go see the doctor or whatever, it's covered now uh, versus not having any money at all. So if you can't afford to, if you have an employer who matches something, at least put in that minimum amount just to, to help out. Because again, it's free money that you're getting and savings, you know, anything you can put in three bucks, you know, two bucks, maybe you have, you know, a couple dollar bills, put it away into savings. 
I promise you it'll it'll help out a lot at the time it's not gonna seem like much you know maybe you're better off you know buying a soda or whatever with this two bucks but the more you do it the more you become accustomed to it the easier it becomes to put that money away and you'll see little by little it's gonna add up kind of goes back to the the same way you were just kind of wasting money right those five dollars two dollars three dollars you were saying it's fine it's not a big deal but it all adds up same way with savings little by little it all adds up and that's about all i got for you guys uh, just to reiterate budget biggest thing you could probably do for yourself something that really takes no not not a ton of time keep track of your expenses and then from there learn to budget cut out what you don't need do you need really need hulu netflix hbo max all those streaming services no you can save 5 10 15 20 bucks here or there that's a month and it all it's all going to add up do you need to be eating out three four times a, a week you know is it you know maybe it's going to take a little bit of extra work to make a meal but you know in the long run those 50 dollars will will probably go you know further than than getting you know three four burgers a, a week the other thing credit cards you can use them to your advantage so it's just be very careful um it's a slippery slope with credit cards and if you cannot afford it please do not charge absolutely anything that you cannot pay out of pocket at the time it's gonna be enticing you're gonna tell yourself you're gonna pay it next month but don't do it just don't do it and finally savings even five bucks uh if that's all you can afford a month just stick it away somewhere a savings account under your couch wherever it may be and i promise you it'll slowly start adding up plus it'll start building those habits of saving and just putting any extra money away if you have any sort of employer uh, benefits if they match your 401k your hsa whatever it is at least put the minimum or the maximum amount that they'll that they'll match for an hsa for a 401k put you know whatever you can and just make sure you're getting that free money because at the end of the day it is free money that they're putting in there and you should take advantage of it so with that said thank you so much for listening episode one officially in the books hopefully it helped you guys a little background into into what i sort of went through what helped me get out of out of debt at this point i'm pretty financially stable i um have zero debt i own my car we own our house i da, 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 yeah i don't have credit card debt i carry that over i don't carry a balance over ever and you know i've been fortunate enough to work my way up in the company i work in and they're pretty good with benefits and whatnot so uh, i'm in a pretty good place now wasn't always i promise you i've been in the shitty place that that maybe you guys have been in or are in and it's not a fun feeling not being able to go out not being able to you know sometimes do the things you want to do but in order to get out of debt and especially in this country that really doesn't help the people that are already in debt or in the hole or just have a disadvantage starting off in the world it, it can be tough but you can get out of it you know just be disciplined and do what you can especially if you have a family kids wife etc it's um it can take a lot of work you know maybe a couple jobs or whatever wish it wasn't that way but unfortunately this is america and this is the capitalist country we live in where the rich get richer and the poor just stay there or go into even more massive debt so thank you guys so much for listening my name is rocker dude i appreciate it we are now officially on apple podcasts um pretty sure we'll be on amazon by the time this comes out and you can always just download the podbean app and listen there thank you guys so much i don't know what the topic is going to be next week if you guys have suggestions feel free to go to my twitter twitter.com backslash nfg rocker dude and give me suggestions what do you want to hear about i'll do a little bit of research if you guys already know something and would like to hear my take on it you know i'm i'm open to anything and everything um until then much love to everybody 
be nice to each other, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening, and uh, I'll catch you guys next time. Bye.